This one had little books in many different colors. Morning, Sue, he said to Mrs. Brisbane. Ready to go? As ready as I'll ever be, she said. He walked over to our table by the window. Guys, I hope you're all set to go back to work. Yes, 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 I answered, wishing that he could hear more than just the usual squeak, squeak, squeak humans hear. Boing. Og agreed. Good, the principal said, glancing up at the clock. I'd better be outside to meet the buses. Have a great one, Sue. You too, Mrs. Brisbane said. She hurried back to her desk and studied a piece of paper, then began muttering strange words like, Phoebe, Harry, Kelsey. Goodness, were we going to be learning a new language this year? Thomas, Rosie, Paul. Did she say Paul? I knew that word. It was the name of a boy who had come into our class for math last year. I was about to point this out to Og when the bell rang as loud as ever. No matter how long I'm a student in room 26, I'll never get used to that noisy bell. Mrs. Brisbane opened the classroom door and soon students started to come in. I realized right away that something was wrong. Terribly wrong. Mrs. Brisbane smiled as the students entered. Take a seat, she said. Any seat. I climbed up high in my cage to get a better look. Who are these kids, Og? I asked my neighbor. I've never seen any of them before. Boing, he answered, splashing noisily. More unfamiliar students came into the room. One of them was a girl who whizzed by in her wheelchair. Another was a boy who was really tall. He was as tall as our teacher, maybe taller. Just take a seat, children. How could Mrs. Brisbane sound so cheery, knowing these students didn't belong in room 26? As the classroom hamster, I felt I had to squeak up. You're in the wrong room, I squeaked. This is not your room. Go back. Welcome, Mrs. Brisbane told the students. Take a seat. Wrong room! I scrambled to the tippy top of my cage. This is room 26! Unfortunately, my voice is small and squeaky, and I guess nobody heard me because the students went ahead and sat down. Mrs. Brisbane kept on smiling and nobody budged. Oh, how I wished I had a loud voice like my old friend, Lower Your Voice A.J. When the bell rang again, my heart sank. Mrs. Brisbane is a great, great, great teacher, and pretty smart for a human. Why didn't she notice that her class was full of the wrong students? Hog, what should we do? I asked my froggy friend. This time, he didn't answer. I guess he was as confused as I was. Hey, Humphrey, it's me. Hi, a familiar voice shouted. Slow down, Simon raced up to my cage. He was the younger brother of Stop Giggling Gail Morgenstern, who did belong in room 26, but she was nowhere in sight. Now I'll get to take you home some weekend, Simon announced. Go back to your own room or you'll be late, I warned him. Mrs. Brisbane told them to take a seat. Simon twirled around and rushed away, 
bumping right into a girl with bright red hair whose chair was sticking out in the aisle. You should be more careful, Kelsey, he said. You ran into me. The girl rubbed her arm. She probably got a big bruise. Ouch. What's happening just doesn't make sense, I told Og. I don't think I was making a lot of sense either. It was as if the world had just been turned all upside down, and Og and I were the only ones who noticed. Hi, Humphrey, a soft voice said. I looked up, and there was Paul Fletcher, whom I thought of as Small Paul. He was the boy who came in for math class every day last year because he was unsqueakably good with numbers. Paul was smart. I knew he'd understand. Why are these students in the wrong room? I asked him. He pushed up his glasses, which had slid down his nose.